When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. On Giddy Up, the weekend preview with Dean Watling and Mick Gannon. I think Rick Rocket's in for a big performance third up, staying 1,800 metres now. And Price, yes, probably a little bit short, but it's going to get the gun run and prove hard to beat, in my opinion. But it's all Rick Rocket. What a performance. Blasted away and run by about five lengths. I'm keen to be with life lessons each way. Yeah, nice find, Mitchy. I, I, I like the life lessons at the price. Life lessons digs in. Life lessons just in front and held them up. A big win. Two in the race that I, I want to be backing. Star Patrol being one of those. Going to have hundred and forty dollars on race nine, number two, Star Patrol, which is my best bet. And then race nine, number two, Star Patrol, fifty to win. Star Patrol is burning rubber late, and Star Patrol too good from triple missile same as you. I think it's between those two and yeah. Tamerlane for me. Tamerlane definitely the one to beat. Rolls forward, makes his own luck. Tamerlane extends 100 metres to go. A length and a quarter, Just Folk. Tamerlane controlled the race and Tamerlane won the last from Just Folk Ungawa. I think the horse that I want to find is Macarena. Macarena in front. She needs the post, but Macarena wins the tap grade, but it by three quarters. G race four, number 12, Stannis Lance. Around the $7, $7.50 mark. I'll have $100 on it. I'm very keen on this gallop. Stennis Lars is trying to get there. Still way to the stars in front. Way to the stars. 50 out from Stennis Lars driving and got up. Right on the post, Stennis Lars. Knocked off way to the stars. Welcome back to Giddy Up on this Thursday morning. We are live from Sydney's. We get set for Everest Day here in the Harvest City, but it's a massive day in Melbourne at the Heath for Caulfield Guineas Day, Might and Power Stakes Day, and also the Turak which is the final event. So let's get stuck into the weekend preview. We're going a little earlier today because there's so much to cover. On the biggest day of racing in my eyes in the country for the year, let's welcome in the team. First of all, Mickey Gaddon. Hello to you. Good to see you in person. Good to see you, G. Good to have you here in Sydney. Dino and uh, Mitchy. looking forward to a cracking show. Dean Watling, hello to you. Glad that you were able to make it on the other side of the city from your... Um, you're in Cronulla, aren't you, these Humble days? Abodes. Yes. Good morning, fellas. Yeah, Cronulla. Um, nice. I forgot my suit jacket and my shirt, but that's all right. We're slow out of the gates, but we'll come home strong. So good to be with you, Gareth, Gano, and Mitchy Lewis will join us too. So do you need to write on the fridge when you leave home that you need to take certain items, or is it you were just so excited to see us? Uh, I never forget anything. Oh, I pride myself <laughs> on that. And today <laughs> I was going through the, the bridge or under the the tar- Harbour Bridge, and I thought, oh, I haven't packed that, have I? No. Packed the laptop and the form, though. That's all that matters. 0499736736 to join our conversation. This man, he's just seeing them like beach balls at the moment. He had another fill-up around the country yesterday, especially in his own backyard there at Mount Gambier in South Australia. But he's done the form for us for Guinea's Day there at Caulfield. I speak of Mitchie Lewis. Hello to you, Mitch. Hello, boys. Yeah, geez, I'm missing out here. I feel a little bit lonely just through the Zoom by myself. Well, um, you could have been here, mate, but um, obviously you've got too many other engagements there running the committee yeah, there at the Gambia yep. Turf Club, and you've got 
Caulfield Guineas Day to look forward to. Let's get stuck into this preview. And we might start off with race number seven, the Might and Power. I think Caulfield's looking at the 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 fields here and the way that I think this track will set up. I think it's a great punting day there at Caulfield. In fact, I think it'll be easy to find a winner there at Caulfield than at Randwick on Saturday. The Might and Power, dead set moral here. Alligator Blood, 230 with bet 365. Then you've got Nonconformist, 19, Just Fine, 380. Joaz at $5. Linda Man at $15. And then big prices for the rest. Dean Watling, we'll start with you. We had Adrian Bott on Stable Mail, and he basically said it all, really, that Alligator Blood, proven weight for eight star. Not too much pace on paper, just fine. Going well, racing through his grades under handicap conditions. This is a massive step up in class here for just fine. It shapes to be a cracking race. Uh, we'll talk about the speed map probably to start. I think Alligator Blood probably finds the front and the lead and just fine probably positions outside of it. Lindemann back on the inside and deny knowledge Probably finds the 1-1 one, one. behind that. you got Dwayas, who's got to make a couple of options, and Vian Declare. It's a fascinating setup. And to be honest, when I looked at the market uh, when they popped up uh, yesterday afternoon, I thought we would see Alligator Blood and Just Fine closer in the market. You obviously delve into the form, Gano, and Just Fine's going out of a handicap condition, carried 50 kilos to win the Metropolitan over 2,400 metres. But I think that's F offset, rising in weight, dropping back to the 2,000 metres. I think he's an out-and-out 2,000-metre out star. And... Thinking about Alligator Blood, in my mind, I think he's an out-and-out 1,600, 1,800-metre horse. Yes, he gets 2,000 metres, but I don't think that's his best trip. So I think the market's got this wrong, and I'm more than happy to have a really good bet on Just Fine. Um, I think he's great odds here. Yes, he has to take the step up to wait for age, but I think we're getting a good enough price, Gano, to take that price, uh, to take that bet. I'll buy you a Ralph Lauren jacket and tie if Just Fine beats Alligator oh, Blood. Yeah. It'll be three days too late. Uh, Alligator Blood clearly <laughs> on top here. Wait for age. Star, Just Fine, Handicapper going through the grades. 59 kilos, though. Different gravy. Question. At least you get Jordan Charles aboard, though, this yes. time, Dino, which is a positive for you. Question for you, Dino. I know that he's got a question mark over 2,000 metres, Alligator Blood, but where's the pressure here? He's just going to sit up, Timmy Clark, dictate terms, Jordy. I'm the king of the Waterhouse and Bot Stable. You leave me alone with Just Fine. And he'll make it into a mile race, basically, over a mile and a quarter. Correct weight. Yeah, it's it's a very good point. But I would say that uh, Just Fine could probably absorb a little bit more pressure than Alligator Blood. So I'd oh. be putting the pressure on if I was Not to Geordie. the stable, mate. Oh. You never know. Geordie wow. might want to keep this ride for a Cox Plate or moving forward. They might pay up. So if Geordie wants to put his best foot forward to, to win this race, and it is, at the end of the day, a, a group one race. Yep. Talk um, some sense into him, Mitchie. Yeah, no, alligator blood for me, boys. I, no, like you said, no. he's the wait for age star. Um, one of the things, obviously, the query is the 2,000 metres. Uh, I think you'll get it, particularly off that last run at Caulfield. But if you look at one of the ones that you would call one of his fails, his last race in this race last year, he only lost behind Animo, I'm Thunderstruck, Kazaki and Mr. Brightside. Like, in comparison to this field, uh, that's mm-hmm. not a shade on that. So I think... Yep, it'll be between those two. I think he'll push forwards, and I'm expecting him to be a little bit stronger late, particularly off that last run. I was happy enough to be with him. So just fine for Dino, the rest of us with Alligator Blood in the Might and Power. Race 8 at Caulfield, so over the 1,600 metres for the Mares. Foxy Frieda at $9, Papillion Club at $10. Barbie's Fox, I think, is leaning towards the Turek instead of this race, but she's in the market at five fifty. Then we go down to Nunthorpe, who's just in... A rich vein of form at the moment at 460. Wishlaw Lass is progressive and well above average at 350. And then big prices for the rest. Mickey Gannon? 
Yeah, look, Nunthorpe keeps getting the job done, which is, well, all you can do uh, and deserves to be on top here. I, I think Barbie Spock's suggestion from Barrier 13 will go elsewhere. Nunthorpe's the one to beat for me. All right, then, Dino? Yeah, interesting race. Nunthorpe will lead. I think we shall last probably positions up on speed. Shannon Burge has a couple of um, sort of options early, but I'd suggest they rolled forward. But overall, Mitchie, I found a really tricky race and probably not a race I'm going to bet into on Saturday. I agree. I found it to be a pretty tricky race as well, but I thought uh, Foxy Frieda on top for me. I I sort of thought the first up run was okay. I know she finished 10th, but up to the 1,600 metres now, she's much more better suited to that, and she's second up now, coming off that Queensland residual fitness. Uh, I think she can run an improved race, and I think she's probably over the odds at that 950. I probably marked her closer to five or six. So. All right, then. So Foxy Frieda for Mitchie Lewis and tough race for Mickey Gannon and Dean Watling. Let's have a look at the feature, the much-anticipated Group 1 Caulfield Guineas for the three-year-olds over the 1,600 metres. The Sydney side are militarised that works strongly at the Heath on Tuesday mornings. The $2.80 favourite with Bet365. King Colorado, probably the pick of the four there for the Mara and Eustace team at $8. To party Victoria's best chance at three eighty. V8, can you forgive him for one bad run? Is at $16. Griff at $23. Shalide at $13. Centrify is at $16. And then you go down to Southport Tycoon at $23. There's big mail around for Wolfie, $23. And then big prices for the rest. We'll start with you, Mitchie Lewis. Who wins this year's Caulfield Guineas? I think this race is militarizers to be had. If you had taken him out of the field, I would think it's very, very more open. But I think he's just a shade better. Um, and I think obviously his ratings know that. The boys will probably know some of his Sydney form better. But to me, I kept coming back to him when I was looking at the figures and I sort of thought third up and up to the 1,600 metres off what he did last start. I just think if he finds clear running air and even luck, uh, he's going to be pretty – he'll be strongest through the line. He'll be pretty hard to beat. I know Stepardi's there or out as well, but there was just a couple of question marks I thought off the last win. Um, so I was probably willing to take him on and settle on militarised. I think the setup for him looks perfect for me. Dino, if this race was in Sydney, he'd probably be $1.90. I think you're getting two eighty with militarised because he comes to Melbourne for the first time and around Caulfield for the first time. Yeah, you make a really good point. I think the counter to that is the, the Golden Rose has an exceptional record of doing the double. I think we saw Olo Kirk, uh, the Autumn Sun. Animo obviously ran second to, in the Congo in the Golden Rose, but then come down and won the, the Caulfield Guineas. So the counter to that is um, that they do have an exceptional record coming down for the first time to win this race. Uh, I think the negative, though, is the gate, Gano. Yeah. I think he's going to get back, a long way back. But on the, the way I figured this race out in my head is militarized. Yes, he's the best horse. Do I want to take that price? Probably not. Uh, Stepardi's going to get the run of the race off the back of a, a solid tempo. And I think he's backable odds. So at the prices and purely on the map set up, uh, I've got to be in the court of Stepardi, Gano. Yeah, I'm all about grand final preparations. King Colorado, this is his grand final. And this thing out of the track, 5 to 15 millimetres of rain forecast today. So that'll help it. 1,600 metres, the mile is his go. Getting a really good price here. Visor's I think. on too, Gano, I saw. Visor's on. That'll help an inch. And uh, <laughs> I think this is I think this is grand final day for it. I, I think he's going to storm over the top. He gets a bit more map favours from Barry Rate, considerably a bit more forward yeah. than Militarise and Shalite. Uh, and you know, the party is probably the horse that he'll follow in the run, peel off and go bang. So King Colorado yep. turned the tables on Militarise. Absolutely. So Militarise got blinkers on yep. first time last start. I was, I was with it. 
I was keen to be with it. Correct. And now I'm jumping off. Yes. And I'm and I'm confident and I'm happy to do so. All right. Then. The biggest yeah. thing as well, if you, you sort of line up the Golden Rose, uh, King Colorado started $4.40 in the Golden Rose and Militarized started $6, Gano. Now, obviously, I think King Colorado is much better suited. So is obviously Militarized. Mm. But I can see your point there, well, obviously, with the, the SPs. King Colorado arguably could have won the wing stakes on a soft six and then came out and... It's only it's fair. Please. Yep. 35 day freshen though, I know, but off, off a soft trial. It, what does that say? They're not they're not silly. That's saying this is their grand final. Yeah, well, I think it's always been the story with this horse that the Caulfield Giddings has been his grand final yep. after the JJ Atkins. It's it's a great race. And David Eustace pointed out this morning that that he's the best chance out of their four runners. And Southport Tycoon and Centrefires went far off to party there the other day. Every time I talk to people, especially around Flemington, everybody wants to tip me Woofy. I think they've tried to tip everyone into Woofy the, yeah. the whole the whole career. I, I, what I would say is that it's not a vintage. I think the top two or three in the market are really good, but outside of that, it's very yeah. even. So, yeah. What about Woofy for you, Mitchie Lewis? And even a horse like V8, are they the forgotten horses in a way? Yeah, I think one like V8, I'm always happy to sort of forgive a horse off one bad run, but the sort of form out of his last couple of races, um, that was the Legacies race, wasn't it, at Caulfield behind Stepati? Yeah. Like, I just sort of thought there were some holes in some of that form for me, so I probably wanted to see him do something before I dived into him, if that makes sense. Yes, yeah. Shalite's the other horse, got a wide gate, but gets back anyway, so that doesn't really bother him. Yeah, that's um, He'll be storming home. He's looking for 1,600 metres. He's at a big price as well, $13.340. Do you just think a horse like Shalite, though, can give King Colorado three lengths and go past? I, I can't mm. see it. That's where map comes into it so so critical. And I think the, the best roughly for mine was uh, Verdade. I think he's really good behind Griff last start. The gate's awful, but in the autumn, he's the Not one. Again. I, yeah. He's the one I could. I, I think, personally, Militarized just wins. And if he doesn't win, it's a raffle. Maybe King Colorado with the Sydney form as well. I'll... Well, yeah. If you if you think Militarized just wins, King Colorado with a better draw, better better stage yep. of prep. I think has the, to be second the sting out of the track for him is huge as Anonymous. well. Yeah. Yep. All right then. Just recap your um, plays here in the Caulfield Guineas, Mickey Gannon. King Colorado best each way play uh, at Caulfield. Beautiful. Mickey Gannon's with King Colorado. Dean Watling dot com. Uh, at the price and the map for me. All right then, Mitchy Lewis. I'm going to be with Militarize. All right, then race 10. I don't know. We probably don't need to spend too much time on this race because <laughs> Amelia's Jewel, can't believe you're getting $2.10. Um, she gets a whitish gate, but they are going to go like the clappers here. They want to play a tough game with Hit a Shock. They want to go quick with Pride of Jenny as well. I don't like, no, Craig knew it. He's riding corner pocket. Like, I thought he rode Pride of Jenny a treat there yep. at the Valley the other day. So whether Declan Bates can do that with Pride of Jenny, time will tell, but he takes the ride at $12. Um, so there's plenty of pace. It's going to be a strong tempo. And looking forward to seeing what Amelia's Jewel can do there at Caulfield. Pinstripe, who's engaged in a Cox Plate after winning the Fiends at a big price at 19. Pounding's had no luck at 23. And Tino's got a terrible gait. Barry is 17, but he's at 650. Attrition at $21 has been set for this race. And then we go down to Pride of Jenny at $12. Um, $51 for See You in Heaven. 15 for Here to Shock. And then Amendable at $19. Charter House at $51. Dino, who wins the, the Turak? 
At the prices, I'd be more than happy to be with the inevitable. I think you summed it up well there. <laughs> got him, yes. With the solid speed. I think this horse is absolutely flying. It had oh. absolutely no luck last start. Well, in... it should have won. Just say it. It should yeah, have won. won. It should have won. won. A couple Fair of horses should have won. I, I don't think you can get it so wrong here, David Perez, from gate eight. And the solid speed, he can just land up on on top of that speed and say, see you later. The question I had for you, Mitchie Lewis, was this little bit of rain around is going to soften this track up. Does that mean that we're going to see horses probably get off and be able to run on probably a little bit more than we would have liked or would have seen um, with a dry deck? That's what I'm thinking. I've sort of imagined, I've been keeping an eye on the weather and it's changed a little bit. So like, I'm no great weatherman. Um, if the rain comes, I think they'll want to avoid lanes one and two. That's probably what I've been aiming at doing the form last night. So, yeah, they'll get off the fence. They always do anyway. Um, so, with the rail being in the tree, you, you definitely want to be up front there at Caulfield. But with these bigger races in the tempo, I think you can come from anywhere. Blinkers go on. Yeah, I think, I yes. Oh, sorry, boys. I was thinking four, five, six were probably going to be the yeah. lanes if you were looking would be ideal. So, I, and I didn't think the leaders would peel out that much. So, I was thinking your back markers are going to have to settle, hopefully, you know, midfield. That's yeah. where I'd map Amelia's jewel, hopefully. Midfield can find that quite easily at the top of the straight and just roll out in that one of those three lanes. Yep. Amelia's jewel. No gets... blinkers. They only had the blinkers in track work just yeah, because no, she doesn't go by up. herself. Yep. yep. Uh, Amelia's jewel should get the job done. She'll get to the best part of the track and fly over the top late. The inevitable is one of the better place bets you'll, uh, you'll find, G. The only concern with me with the inevitable is had Tasmania to Sydney – Sydney to Melbourne. You've gone Sydney to Melbourne. You're flying. Yeah, 100%. And I love Perez, but I don't like David Perez. He got lost there the other day. And it's like, he's a very good jockey, David, in Tasmania, but it's difficult for a jockey to come from a different state to go and mix it with the big boys on their home track because it's not just riding against a better class of jockey, but it's also trying to ride against the different skill sets and knowing your opposition. Um, and so, and especially around a track like Caulfield. So I wish David Perez the best of luck. Do you reckon there's anything in the, the going the other way? Like oh, the Tasmanian way of racing is more suitable to him as opposed to going the Sydney but way? I, I thought he was unlucky in Sydney. So, yeah. I, I think know. the way you probably hold your reins. I thought we saw it with Jimmy Orman, a poor Tino. He's held the whip in the, the opposite hand and Michael Walker picked up on that. So I think that probably helps. And you make a good point. I think he'd be a lot shorter if we had a, a bigger jockey. Yeah, but Amelia's Jewel... You want a bigger jockey or better jockey? Yeah, Amelia's Jewel's different gravy. (laughs) 60 kilos, no good for anyone, Dino. (laughs) Uh, Let's take the news. It's right on 9.30. This is the weekend preview. Thanks to Bet365, Mickey Gannon, Dean Watling, Mitchie Lewis with myself, Gareth Hall, on this Thursday as we get set for the biggest day of racing in the country for the year. Live across Australia on SEN Track. Giddy up with Gareth Hall. Welcome back to the weekend preview. Gareth Hall with you. Mickey Gaddon, Dean Watling and Mitchie Lewis as we take a look at Caulfield on a Saturday. Let's have a look at some of the, the races outside of the, the Quaddy Leaks. And uh, the first race is an interesting race at Caulfield on Saturday. There's a few chances there. Um, I don't know if you've got an opinion there, Mitchie Lewis. I thought Red Sun Sensation was over the odds. Yeah, Uh, Dropping in class from listed back to benchmark level, uh, second up should improve going up in trip as well. I just sort of thought 
He'll get a pretty good run from barrier six. So I thought he was an each way play Red Sun sensation. All right, then I've got the best each way play for the day in the Thoroughbred Club plate for the three-year-old filly, Shiva. I think we can get $21. JD Hayes gave me a massive push for her. And I love her. I think you can excuse her the other day down the straight. $21. Time of my life won't be going there. Cranbourne Friday night. The half to Winks. Appen Girl first up from Queensland, 217. She's all shenanigans. Has been in good form at $4. Opinion there, lads? Dino? Mickey? I'm respecting the favourite, Appen Girl. She yep. trolled up a treat up there in Queensland. And a jump out the other day down in Melbourne was super. And... I don't think there's any better stable than O'Day and Hoisted that travel their horses. So respecting her, but I like your push for Shiva. We've always had a little bit of time for yes. her. Yes. Mitchy. I've had Shizel shenanigans on top in this race. Probably not one that I'd want to bet into, though. I just thought two starts back, she beat Stretton Angel, which that form's yeah. well and truly been frank now. She was a little bit disappointing at the Valley, but she caught herself up in a speed battle, which just made a mess of the race. So I would be happy to forgive her off that run because I think she'll get a better run here from Barrier 4. If you win the Herbert Power, you're into a Caulfield Cup. I know that you're all over Carini for Danny O'Brien the other day at Flemington. Mitchie Lewis, does he win again? I reckon he does, G. Yeah, I'm pretty keen on him. He's So he obviously won that last start over the 1,700 metres. I went and had a look at the replay, and the way he was travelling late in the day to me suggested that he's just going to improve going up in trip. I think he's got the class on this field. So if you go back through his career when he was in France, he was second in a listed race at Deauville over the 2,500. He's only going to carry 53 kilos. I just think he's got that European staying form that's going to be a little bit better than anything we can offer in that race. Nicky Gannon. I think military mission is the one you want to be with, G. Um, Well, very, very good winning the Newcastle Cup defeated a horse by the name of Spirit Ridge by 0.34 lengths. Spirit Ridge came out and nearly knocked off just fine. Military mission was just a little bit too far back and off them in the Metro. This is its chance to uh, to jump out of the ground today. The Northwood, yeah, the Northwood Plume Stakes race four is a good race. Red card looking to bounce back. Well, she was a disgrace the other day when she was beaten as an odds-on favourite. She's at 280. Sarah Des at $7. Rose Courts at 750. And then we go down to a horse like a Grey River at seven dollars here um hard to see her really getting beat if she turns up um red card dino are you with the james cummings train galloper oh i thought it was a, a really tricky race i thought we'd probably get a bigger price of our red card off that failure last star but you're blessed if you like her you lose blake shin but you get marrera aboard so i think it's a lovely setup a wide gate that's no issue for a speed horse um like you said gareth i think if she's up to her best, she'll win this race. But I thought there's a couple of chances. Sarah Des, she dances. Um, it, it looks open for me. She's, co- she's cost me too much money on yep. the lounge the All last right, six then. weeks or three or four weeks. Yeah. I'm done. Missy Lewis. Yeah, I thought it was very open, like Dino suggested as well. I, I could make a case for Red Card, Grey River, Sarah Des, and she dances. So I'm probably not going to play. But I thought Sarah Des knocked off Red Card well enough last start off her own sort of merits to suggest that she. From barrier three here, she'll get a nice run and could probably do that again at an each-way price as well. In the Scalacci, it's a two-horse race according to the market. Uncommon James, 230. It's Fura, 230. Tell me how Uncommon James turns the tables on as Fura after the Moya. His second up record is uh, phenomenal. He doesn't go as good first up. He's unbeaten second up and he gets the blinkers on, which I guess they could backfire yes. out of the gates, but I think they're the two key ingredients and he probably leads uh, lands on the back of Asafora. I... 
I wanted to find Asaphora so badly here, but I think it's a dead set match race. And at the prices, I'm more than happy to sit back with a beer and just watch two really good horses go at it. Leave me out, G. All right, then. Asaphora, I'm with. What about you here, Mitchie? Yeah, me and Dino are swapping notes again because that's basically exactly what I wrote down okay. for Uncommon James. Second up, he's always huge. His data suggests he improves lengths. And I think going up to the 1,100 metres, he gets his chance to get past Asaphora, who I think he'll track through the race. So... Uh, I agree. I like both of them. It's probably the Quinella bet, but I've got Uncommon James just ahead of Asphora. Okay. Sorry to Julia who's watching. He's listening to us for the first <laughs> time. I said Asphora is a moral um, at the um, the what was it? the function there at Randwick in the Winks Room. It's the there was a food function where I didn't we had get an some, invite, yeah, yeah, some wonderful restaurants. Anyway, I said Asphora just be winning, but you make some good points. Blinkers on second up. Mm. Um, he's nervous. Hopefully we get $3 now with <laughs> And in the weekly, Weekend Hustler, he was one of my favourites, Weekend Hustler. He was a superstar. Ayrton at $4, you can have that. Wellwall at $6. Minsk Moment, 9 Regards Marie at 7 Biometric at seven fifty, And then we go to Veronelli at 23 and Rubemos at 7 Mince moment broke our hearts at the barriers last week. I'm going to back up again. Yeah. Mince moment, you're getting around nine dollars. Great each way bet. G Blake Shin barrier five loves fourteen hundred. Let's go. All right then, Dino. I just can't understand how Ayrton's possibly come up favourite in this race. I'm going to try to find something to beat, and I think Mince moment is the one, Mitchy. Yeah, I don't want to play in this race. I, I kept coming back to Anton and I just don't want to be on him. I'm surprised we ever ever seeing him again. Actually, so I think if you're ever going to see the best of him, it's going to be today. But yeah, I'm not super keen in this race. It's no surprise that wherever the blue and gold goes, success follows at First Light Racing, firstlightracing.com.au. Staking plans, Caulfield. I'm going to have $100 Asfira into Amelia's Jewel. I like that. Yeah, I like that. I got to save my bacon for Sydney, but my best bet down there in Melbourne is in the might and power just fine. I think it um, wins. Oh, I love it. I'm going to have $50 King Colorado at the $8. $8.50. Mitchie Lewis. I've obviously got a little bit of ground to make up on the boys because I joined the party late. So I was figuring out how I can do that and safely. So to throw a little spanner in the works, I'm going to have a Trixie with my $200. No, no, no. So... No, no, no. <laughs> no. Reading the rules, G. Yeah, don't be too complicated here, Mitchie. That's not too complicated. Oh, I've got no. it already. I, I can change it if you want quickly. But no, no, no. no. Singles going. and doubles. Come on, brother. All right, the Trixie. I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll send through the thing. Right, let's go. Uh, we're going to have race. Now you've thrown me off here, boys. Go Completely. On, race on. seven, number one, Alligator Blood. Race 10, number three, Amelia's Jewel. And then we're going to run across to Morfittville. And we're going to throw in race four, number three, Aruga Mama. Yep. Uh, I love, love it, Mitchie. In fact, you just reminded me. It's fur and alligator blood into Amelia's Jewel. Oh, no. Oh. Um, have, have a wonderful <laughs> weekend, Mitchie. No graphics. Great stuff. Thanks for that. All right, thanks, boys. Good luck with the rest of the show and have a good weekend. I'll speak to you soon. There we go, Mitchie Lewis. Where's the camera here in the Sydney studio, Shui? My $100 staking plan, Asfura into Alligator Blood into Amelia's Jewel. Love it, G-Man. Let's take a break. We'll come back and have a look at some of the big Sydney races. Don't forget, we've got our preview for the Everest and the King Charles with Matty White on 1170 as we simulcast Giddy Up and the morning show with Matty White here in Sydney. Um, but we'll come back and have a look at a few of the other features there in Sydney straight after this. Live across Australia on SEN Track. Giddy up with Gareth Hall. Lock up your daughter. Lock up your wife. Lock up your back door. Run 
Join the conversation, 499 736 live from Sydney for a special Giddy Up. We're about to join Maddie White on 11.70 to simulcast the last hour here on Giddy Up with 11.70, so looking forward to that. Gareth, um, a few questions. How can Dean say that Alligator Blood is no 2,000-metre form? It's only his second 2,000-metre start, and he's beaten Animo before. The best horse we've seen for some time, just fine, been beating up donkeys in Sydney. Yeah, I, I didn't say that he hasn't got 2,000-metre form. I just think he's a better 1,600, 1,800-metre horse, and I think 2,000-metre is just fine's pet trip. So you're going to get a price about just fine, and it's going to be a great battle. Yeah, I agree with whoever that was. Put your name to it. <laughs> yeah, into him. Yeah, and I didn't text in my, <laughs> yeah, it's been... into my own show. Yeah, I think you did. Um, and thanks to Mitchie Lewis for yesterday. had a day out here. Yes, Mount Gamby is unbeatable. At Jeez, good, he? Yeah, he is, he is good. Good. Um, good bloke, too. Um, we'll take best. a break. We'll come back and have a look at some of the, the races outside of the Everest and the King Charles. We'll concentrate on the Sydney Skates and maybe the Silver Eagle as well. Don't go anywhere. This is Giddy Up. Thanks to Bet365 on this Thursday morning. We are live in Sydney ahead of the Everest.